welcome to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, I have been spending the last few weeks, and it'll probably be another five or so weeks, where I will be teaching from the book Beyond the Blessed Life. The Beyond the Blessed Life is God's perfect plan to overcome all financial stress. I, and I, may I repeat that? Um, God's perfect plan to overcome all financial stress. Earlier um, last year in 2021, I taught um, Mr. Robert Morris, Pastor Robert Morris, um, book, Be um, the Blessed Life which basically talks about how to be a generous giver. And once again, it's talked, it, the principles are God is concerned about the heart. God must be first. And it teaches you about the spirit of mammon. And it teaches you about um, how to recognize and, offer, and the, the different mindsets that keep people um, out of the abundant life that God wants them to have, which is, the poverty mindset and the um, materialism mindset, I guess you would say like that. And beyond the blessed life actually gets into the other important thing that you have to have, which is to be a good steward. Everybody is a steward. Everything that we have, we are to be stewards over our bodies our minds, our minds, our will, our emotions, our soul, our spheres. We are to be good stewards. And so how do you recognize a good steward is do you have increase or are you have decrease? And one of the most powerful revelations so far that has come out of my teachings of the beyond the blessed life, the status quo is not enough. What do I mean by that? A lot of people say, well, I haven't lost anything and I haven't gained anything. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing the status quo. I'm okay. You know, I'm just, I'm holding steady. And a lot of Christians believe that this is okay. And I always wonder why in Revelation, where Jesus actually is talking to pastors, he's talking to prophets, he's talking to teachers, he's talking to apostles, he's talking to men and women of God, right? Evangelists. He's talking to them and he's telling them, I never knew you. Depart from me, for I never knew you. And I kept wondering, how can that be? And then God opened up my eyes and gave me the revelation about the status quo is not enough for him. Being flat, being stationary is not good. He considers that wicked. And he gave the perfect example in the... um, Parable about the stewards, the the steward that had five talents, the steward that had two talents, and the steward that had one talent. And the master gave them talents 
which was about $66,000. That's what a talent was approximately. A talent <laughs> was based, the, the, the number of talents was based on their past performance. Uh-oh, did you hear what I just said? Those talents, those talents were based on the steward's past performance, which means that the, the steward that got five talents had a history of multiplying and doing well with what God had given him. The person with the steward with the two talents also did well, but not as well as the person with five talents. And the person who got one talent, basically, he didn't realize it, but he was on his way out. He was doing very poorly. So what, are we, what does that mean to you and I? Well, basically, we need to take a look at our life and look at ourselves on our jobs, look at ourselves in our marriage, look at ourselves in our relationships with other people, look at our finances, look at our bodies, the health of our bodies, what conditions are our bodies in. This is all based on stewardship. You know, we need to take good care of our bodies. And I am on it because I have been in a world of pain the last few months. Why? Because I was not a good steward of this body. I was eating sugar. I was periodically exercising when I needed to have a continuous, uninterrupted exercise program. I needed to be building up my mus muscle mass. I didn't realize as you get older, especially women, but men too, is that as we get older, we lose muscle ma mass. And guess what? If you lose muscle mass, guess what happens? It's hard to go to the bathroom. It's hard to put your clothes on. It's hard to even get out of bed. Muscle mass is critical, critical. You can't walk on the beach because you don't have enough muscles in your leg to keep you walking on the beach. It is a serious deal. And, and all because of the sugar intake and not eating properly, not getting the right nutrition in your body. God is taking care of your body the way God ordained us to. you got to take a look. So let's take a look at this. Let's take a closer look. Dr. Davis, Dr. Davis, how can this be true? Well, here we go. Remember, the master gave one steward, and then we're going to categorize this steward as a good steward. He gave him five talents, and when the master came back, not only did he have his five talents, but he had five more. So he had a total of ten Talent. He doubled. He doubled what the what the master had given him. Okay, so this is good stewardship. And guess what? The master considered this money the least. So what do you mean by that, Doctor Davis? God has things that are even higher and more important than money. For example, healing people from cancer. Don't you know that Steve Jobs would have done anything to be able to be healed from the cancer in his body? He would have given up all his money to have another day on earth. People don't understand that there are things that are more important than money. How about Kate Spade? Kate Spade 
hung herself because her husband was divorcing her. She would have done anything. Money did not build up her marriage. Money did not save her marriage. And money, when you don't handle it right, a lot of people don't seem to understand. Money is an amplifier. So whatever it's going on in you, whatever you have going in you, it's going to be amplified. So if you're a nice person, if you're a good steward, it's going to be amplified. If you're a bad person, a bad steward, it's going to be amplified. And money has destroyed many marriages and many families. Just ask J. Paul Getty. Okay, so money is is very is is the least to God. What's what's critical? What's what's higher gift than money is to be able to lay hands on anybody on planet Earth and they are automatically healed. How about that? How about multiplying food and water and money itself? This is a spiritual gift. How about raising people from the dead? That is higher than money. So what happened when the master came back? He looked at his steward who had five talents and he had he had taken the least, which is money, and created five more talents. And guess what he gave him? And in, in, because he had done that, he gave him charge over five Cities. I I went and took a quick look at the budgets of some of the major cities around the world. Chicago budget in the billions. Texas budget in the billion. Oh, Hong Kong's budget in the trillions. They were put in charge. This this good steward was put was given more. He was given stewardship over now cities. So what happened to the two talent? He's also, or she is also a good steward, right? So what happened? They had two talents and they multiplied it two more. So they had a total of four talents. And guess what? The master gave them two cities, right? So they became multimillionaire billionaires from two cities. But what happened to the one talent? The one talent Christian. Let's go ahead and call him a Christian. What happened to that steward? He was considered bad and evil and wicked. Wait a minute. All he did was he he buried the money. He put it in a hole and he buried it. So he did not lose not one dime, not one penny of the master's money. He gave back the master exactly what the master gave him. And for that, God said, Jesus said that that servant was wicked, evil, bad, and that that one talent was going to be taken from him and given to who? The steward with the 10 talents. Well, you're going, what? That seems unfair. That seems unright. No, God is a God of profit. He expects you to increase. Of course, he's going to give it to the person with the five talents and now made it 10 talents. Why? Because he wants to maximize his profit. What is this? What is this really about? The most valuable thing to God on planet Earth is human souls. That's right. 
human souls. And so when God took away the one talent from that wicked, lazy servant, because he said you could have put it in the bank and I at least would have gotten interest. You didn't even do that. What would you do? The mo- A human being, their soul is the most critical, most important thing. That's why being a parent is so important. That's why being a teacher is so important. That's why our p- positions as police officers, firemen, nurses, doctors, teachers, oh, in the political arena, congressmen, senators, House of Representatives, judges, presidents, vice presidents, all of this. These are very important positions. And guess what? This is far more valuable than money. Um, Robert Morris talks about a pastor, and he didn't give up his name, but this pastor was well-known, was a big, you know, they said his name, but he wasn't a good steward of Pastor Robert Morris. He was under his leadership because he wanted to learn how to be a good pastor, uh, to do well in the kingdom. So he thought that he could learn under him, but this this minister This pastor was not a good steward of Pastor Robert Morris. They basically were evangelists and they were out um, all week pretty much. And they would come home on the weekends. And he was newly, Pastor Robert Morris was newly married. And he was looking forward to spending time with his bride. And guess what that minister did? He told Robert Morris to wax his private jet that weekend. And it was, it would take the whole weekend. He would have all Saturday and even part of Sunday to wax. And of course, Debbie, Pastor Robert Morris's wife was very disappointed. Pastor Robert Morris was very disappointed, but he still obeyed and waxed that jet, right? And then the minister when he got there and he saw the jet, he laughed. He said, oh, I didn't really need the jet wax. I just wanted to, you know, make you strong, whatever, whatever. The Holy Spirit was not in it, not in him at all. And he was not a good steward of the gift that God had given him, which was Pastor Robert Morris. So what ended up happening? He ended up getting a divorce and he lost his ministry. He has nothing now. Why? Because he wasn't a good steward. God had given him a great ministry. God had given him a marriage, a family and kids. And God was not pleased. So what happens? You've got to be, you got to take a look at your relationship. That's more valuable than money. You got to take a look at your children. Are you a good steward of your children? I look at some of the people in my life and I look at 
how they still are married. They're still a happily married. They're raising their kids, their grandkids, even great grandkids. One of my favorite teachers, Mrs. Massacott, now has great grandchildren and she is fabulous. She looks fabulous. She's a good steward, good steward of her marriage. She's still married. Good steward of her children, her grandchildren. So God has given her what? More. So when you look at your life and you have less, you've lost some things, you need to examine your stewardship. You need to ask help from the Holy Spirit to help you to be a good steward. How about stewardship on your job? A lot of people. They wonder why this person gets promoted or why this happens and why this happens. But guess what? It's about stewardship. Now, I granted the enemy, you know, can do some things too. But you always in the end will see anything that's done by Satan in the end ends up bad and not good. Ends up bad for that individual. Right? So we need to understand that God, I don't want God telling me, depart from me, eat if I never knew you. I don't want to be the five virgins. There's 10 virgins. Five of them were unwise, ran out of oil, and bridegroom came, and they went to go get oil. And while they were going to get oil for their lamps, bridegroom came. The, the, the wise bridesmaids that had the extra oil, they went into the supper of the lamb. They went into... The, the marriage feast and they shut the door and the five unwise, what? The five unwise bride, bridesmaids knocked on the door trying to get in. They said, no, depart from me. I never knew you. So we've got to examine our lives. We've got to examine. And guess what? This is the good news. You can start right now. Everybody's a steward. You're either a good steward or a bad steward. And if you're a good steward, you are going to what? Show increase. You're going to replenish. You're going to multiply. You're going to have dominion. And you're going to subdue all the evil works. Jesus came to destroy the works of the enemy. A lot of people don't talk about that. Jesus came to destroy the works of the enemy. Well, what is a work of the enemy? Sickness, cancer, diabetes, what? Sickness and disease, lack and poverty. Every cursed thing on this earth is the work of Satan. Arthritis, financial poverty, it's getting ready to get hot up in here. What I mean by that is, is that because of what happened happening in the Ukraine and Russia, we are about to see the spike in food prices. We're about to see a shortage of food in countries like Africa, countries like Europe and smaller nations, and even our nation is going to get hit. Why? Even though we produce enough wheat and corn and barley for our own nation, we're going to sell it. We're going to sell it. Because the prices, they're gonna, these other countries are gonna be scrambling to feed their nation. And a lot of our small farmers are, are gone. And a lot of foreign nations have bought up our farmland. 
such as China and the Netherlands, the Dutch. I mean, I mean, it's been going on forever. So you, you people don't seem to understand. Now, people who do understand, they got they they already in the futures market, right? They already bought right. Um, rights to corn and wheat and hoping to capitalize and make even more money with future market. But we need to understand that if we're going to be, have the blessed life, that we, if we're going to go beyond the blessed life, that we need to be good stewards and we show increase and we also need to put God first. If you put God first, first in your tithe and offerings, first in everything that you do, you're going to get blessed and you're going to be protected. I'm just saying, you're going to be blessed and you're going to be protected. God is awesome. Awesome, 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 awesome. And he is worthy to be praised. And we, the status quo, keeping things, the status quo is not going to work out well for you or me. We, every year we should show growth. Yeah, every year that should, your marriage should be better. The raising of your kids should be better. Your relationships with your family and friends should be better. The handling of your finances should be better. You should have income. You should have promotion. Right? All of these things are needed in order to do and be what? Better. I just, mm. God, I just. And so on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. at All Nations Church, which was formerly known as Christian Heritage Church, which is in a little plaza in between um, Fun Station and um, Chuck E. Cheese. Used to be on, the, I guess, a $2 movie theater used to be there, too. In between both of those things hmm, is All Nations Church. And I teach the class on Beyond the Blessed Life, and God has already let me know that those people who attend that class are going to have increase. They are going to have increase. They are going to walk in the supernatural when it comes to their what? Finances. And of course, in other areas of their life where some things money can't buy, healing and health. So we need to understand that we have to be good stewards of everything that God has given us. And that going to this class is going to enrich you and enable you, increase your faith, right, in your finances, because we're going to have a bunch of baby Christians. We're going to have a bunch of toddler Christians. We're going to have a bunch of Teenage Christians. We're going to have some young adult Christians that don't have a clue. And they're going to need mature Christians. Mature meaning fathers and mothers of the kingdom of God to help them weather 
these tumultuous storms that are on their way. They're on their way. Beyond the Blessed Life is a powerful book by Robert Morris, and it should be taught prior to the Blessed Life, but I taught the Blessed Life first. But it's, it's pure about, once again, the heart, putting God first, understanding that it, you got to understand what mindset you're under. You're more than likely either poverty mindset or materialism, or sometimes they call it prosperity materialism um, mindset, right? And we know that prosperity is bigger than just money, so it's kind of tough to use that. But you got to understand which mindset you are and then ask the Holy Spirit to help you to get out of it. I know of a whole faith level, the Catholicism, that's kind of based on the poverty mindset. What is the poverty mindset? The poverty mindset is um, they look at money as evil that they, you know, that, you know, it's no good and and that um, you don't need money and all this kind of stuff. And the poverty mindset, basically, um, if something which you get blessed by God, you'll turn around and tell people, oh, I pay. I didn't pay hardly anything for this or, you know, um, um uh, this was given to me or, you know, you'll, whatever, some rationale, anything to put it down, right? And, and instead of saying, thank you, Lord, the Lord did this for me, thank you. But that's the poverty mindset. So it says money is evil. And money is not evil. It's the love of money that's evil, right? Money is pretty much neutral, even though in our society it's covered by mammon. And if you now break off the, with the tithing to the Lord, Daddy God, you ain't Lord God, Christ Jesus, Lord God, Holy Spirit, then you're going to have mammon all up in your bank account and in your life. And it's not pretty, not a pretty sight what mammon does to people in the end. Okay, so, so we have this... Um, Spirit of man, but then the spirit of materialism, the spirit of prosperity materialism, this is the opposite. And it's still the spirit of mammon again, right? This time it's saying, oh, um, when you get a new car or you get a promotion or get a new house, you know, oh, yeah, um, I, yeah, I deserve that. I worked hard for that. This is, yeah, I'm blessed and highly favored. That's how I got that. Okay. So something's wrong with that mindset. Both of them have you focus on money. Have you focus on money? Whenever you have money is, if I have more money, if I have more money, then I have a better life. If I have more money, then, um, my marriage will be better. If I have more money, I'll be more secure. No, it doesn't work like that. Money can never, the spirit of mammon can never deliver peace, joy, tender kindness, love. Mammon can't deliver that. A lot of wealthy people are looking for true friends because most of the people that they surround them are people that want something from them. Right. So, you know, it's it's a sad, sad situation. So, yes, if you see money as either bad and you got to got to decrease it, 
because, you know, or God is, you know, God is um, evaluating you through that or the other way around. Um, money is so critical to me. And um, if I have a bigger house, if I get a bit bigger car, if I get a Bentley, I get all these things, then money that that's when you say money is your God. No, you got to be provision mission mindset. God is the center. Jesus Christ is the center. The Lord God, Holy Spirit is the center. They are my source. They are my only source. And everything else on planet Earth is a resource. My job is a resource. My banking, my investments are resources. I, I, you know, it's amazing. People don't understand. Um, Andrew Womack, which is a teacher that I sit under and listen to a lot of Andrew Womack's teachings. And Andrew Womack, you know, they had invested in the stock market. And guess what? The Holy Spirit had told his wife for them to get their money out of a certain stock. And so they went and they obeyed and they, they cashed out that stock. And guess what? That stock plummeted. They would have lost everything. And guess what? Then the Holy Spirit said, now go back in. They went back in and bought it low. And guess what? It went back up. So you don't seem to understand. God the Father told me about Pfizer long before Pfizer's stock went up. I knew about Pfizer. The Holy Spirit told me about Pfizer. So people need to understand that... (laughs) Money is not a big deal to God. What he is looking at is your heart. And are you a good, good steward? I want to basically close this broadcast with Romans 10, 9. That is, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Thank you for once again joining me on Enter the Glory Zone, Dr. Edith Davis, 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Presence, Lord.